and welcome to City On Air. My name is Freya Hudson. And my name is Georgia Humphreys. Today, we talk to students collecting items for the crisis wish list. We cover last week's wellbeing day and we look into why the new bandstand in Northampton Square is not being used as a bandstand. But first, as you probably already know, the public sector strike hit City University London on Wednesday as lecturers around the country protested regarding pensions. Jack Watts has more on the story. University life was disrupted on Wednesday by the largest strike by the public sector in 30 years. Schools closed, transport was sporadic and many of our lectures were cancelled. I asked Anna McCain, the journalism course director, why her colleagues were protesting. Of course it's across the whole of the public sector and people have had a final salary pension which if you stay in your job or similar job for most of your life you do, do then get an extremely decent pension and that is being ended and it is it's a very difficult thing for everyone to accept. So our lecturers' pensions are under threat. The majority of our lecturers who are members of the university and college union were absent from the university as they took a stand against the proposed cuts. I asked Anna if she felt the strike had helped to raise awareness of the pension cuts. I suppose a bit. I have to say, I don't think the strike was as large as had been hoped. I've got a friend who's a physio and she says it is dreadful for physios. I mean, apparently they're going to have to pay £800 a year more into their pension. They're not going to be able to retire when they're 60. They're not going to have as good a pension as they would have had. And for a physical job like that, that's all very difficult. It's, it's a very difficult situation. But on the other hand, the country is in a mess economically. Yeah. So the strike was not as large as the union had hoped. However, you may have seen protesters handing out leaflets at the entrance to the university. And this would have undoubtedly raised the students' awareness of the issue. The country is in a deep economic crisis, but many feel that the proposed cuts to pensions in the public sector is extremely unfair. I asked Anna if she felt that the coalition government would act in response to the public sector's workers' strike. I'm afraid I doubt it. I, I think the, the kind of mess that we're in, not just the economy, but this whole pensions thing was a huge mess before the economy went wrong. There is this point that everybody is living longer and that there is not the provision to keep people for the length of time that they're likely to live. So it's, it's a really serious situation. Anna believes that the strike may well have been in vain as the resources to fund current pensions are simply not available. Nonetheless, the cuts will enrage the hard-working members of our country's public sector in the latest of tough government cuts. Anna, although a member of the UCU, did not strike as she is leaving the university in only a few weeks' time. Anna has been a devoted and inspiring member of the journalism department and we wish her all the best for the future. Next, City University has been getting involved with Crisis at Christmas, a charity who aimed to make Christmas a little more bearable for homeless people at this time of the year. You may have noticed stalls in the hallways this week collecting donations for the charity. City students Lucy Nash and Paula Lusescu organised the event with the help of City Volunteering London. We talked to Lucy about how the donations for Crisis have been going. We've had loads and loads of food, um, tins and things like that coming in. Um, we need more socks and underwear, men's underwear and things like that, but yeah, it's been successful. The items that people were being asked to donate included pasta, baked beans, oven gloves, tea and coffee and Christmas decorations. This is the time of year when homeless people suffer most, with the cold weather and the loneliness of living on the streets, which is why Crisis makes such a big effort to make their Christmas bearable. We asked Lucy how people could get involved with the charity throughout the rest of the year. They can um, go on the Crisis website, there's always opportunities on there. Um, you can also look at our city volunteering site where we'll post different opportunities every day. We've got a city volunteering Facebook page as well. So if you like that 
we had um, different opportunities every few days. Student wellbeing was here at the university on Tuesday, but what exactly did it involve? Joe Holding went along to find out. Last week, Student Wellbeing Day came to City, bringing with it dozens of informative stalls covering health, fitness, and as you might have already guessed, well-being. One of the stall supervisors gave me this overview of the event. Our main message is about nutrition. We, knew, we know students, and they've not always got a lot of money, maybe, so they have to kind of economise, and they have to think about what they think where they spend their money, and, but we're just trying to encourage them to um, uh, spend their money wisely. Not only was Wellbeing Day informative and engaging, plenty of people found it fun and enjoyable. One such person was Julianne, an international politics student here at City. I think it's really cool. I, I mean, I don't know if any other unis that have things like this. I've got friends in London unis and they've never had things like this. I think it's very different, refreshing. And... So it seems that everyone considers Wellbeing Day a success. On top of this, event organiser Clara Correa was keen to highlight the other services that are provided for students throughout the year. Uh, we work together with the sport team. So we have uh, the campus physical activity program, the intra activity program. We have um, a student uh, nurse here. We have a student counseling. We have uh, anything that uh, you, you want to do in winning the university related to your health. In other news, we'd like to express our condolences to the friends and family of the engineering student at City University who fell ill with meningitis and was taken to St Thomas's Hospital where he died on Saturday. If you have any symptoms or are concerned about meningitis, we'd recommend you see your GP as soon as possible. A good website to check out is www.nhs.co.uk forward slash conditions forward slash meningitis. And don't forget to wash your hands to stop infection spreading. Also this week was the Students' Union General Meeting. OK, so this was a bit of a damp squid. The meeting didn't happen because 30 people were needed for the meeting to take place, but not enough people turned up, so no meeting. But the people who did turn up had a chat about all the sorts of things that needed discussing. Also, remember to take note of the City University Music League event. On Tuesday 6th of December, head down to the 229, the venue for the Uni Music League event. The venue can be found on 229 Portland Street. It's going to be a rocking night with ads competing from City Uni in a battle to see who will represent City. Don't miss it. It's been a busy week for sport at City. Seven matches have taken place, four being in the Cup and three in the League. This is your update on City Sports. First off, we have the Cup matches that took place. Starting with the victories, the male basketball team are through to the next round of the Cup, defeating the Essex third team at home 81-59. This win continues their form on top of four victories recently. Our men's badminton team continued their 100% form this season with another victory, this time over East London, winning 5-3, progressing themselves to the next round of the Cup. Could we have an undefeated season from them? We hope so. On the other side, however, we crashed out in a few areas. The men's rugby team are out without participating after forfeiting their match versus Medway, citing that they were unable to field a team to compete. This follows on from their loss last week. Let's hope this doesn't form a losing streak in the future. As well as that, the women's basketball team lost, leaving the cup competition by losing away to Hertfordshire in a close contest 58-52. They won last week, so this is a quick change of form. Hopefully they can be back to winning ways soon. Concerning the league matches which took place, we've had the men's first football team ending their four-match losing streak by beating Arts 7-1 at home this week, but are still fourth in the league table. They're in action next week away to UCL. 
Hopefully they can follow this victory with another one. However, the women's netball team suffered their second loss in two weeks, losing to Canterbury CC's 13-51-7. They now stand joint third, same points as King's College, but with a better points difference. They play bottom of the league East London next week. Hopefully they can turn around their form then. The men's hockey team finished the results this week, on a high too. They thrashed LSE at home 11-2 after losing last week. They've returned to victory in style. With a few games in hand, they are currently third in the table. That's all the sports results this week. Tallying up all the team's efforts for City as a whole, in the Bucks table, we are currently 105th with 81 points. And now it's time to give you the latest on what's going on in the Students' Union. That's right, it's the big build-up to Christmas. The end of term is in sight, but City students are still working hard. The LGBT Society has been raising money for World AIDS Day this week, and many of you will have seen their stall on campus. Please support their great efforts. You may want to get your party togs on and hit the Thames for an exciting Law Society Christmas boat party on Wednesday, 7th of December. It's sure to be a good one for everyone to let their hair down, but don't fall in the water. We don't want to have to call up the emergency services. Don't forget to head down to Sadler's Bar on Monday night for the wicked two-for-one deals they've got on cocktails. That's right, all night. And you can get two-for-one pizzas. Sounds too tasty to resist. Tuesday is the awesome quiz night where you can have a seriously tasty curry on the side to help with the brain work. Wednesday is the long night at Sadler's Bar. Yes, it's open to 1am and DJ's playing all night and burgers on the menu. Then you're in for a treat on Thursday for not going out-out. Get your tortillas and burritos as they'll be serving Mexican food down there. If you fancy a bit of games night, there'll be giant Jenga and life-size Connect 4, as well as your typical board games. So after that, you're probably wanting to end the week in style. Start the weekend by playing your own tracks. There are some great sharing platters on offer for those of you wanting to have a good bite. There was trouble for City's big band recently when they were unable to use their newly refurbished bandstand. But this hasn't stopped the band, and there are some other great performances coming up. Petter Larson reports. Two weeks ago, City University London's big band was planning to use the Northampton Square bandstand that was refurbished for July this year to play and raise money for children in need. But because of noise limits, they didn't get to play. I spoke to James Perkins, one of the two leaders of the big band. We have this fantastic new bandstand which we really like to use for uh, playing in, but if it's going to be difficult then it's a shame because it's a really good opportunity and a, a good venue to play actually going to waste. You could, you could do quite a nice city summer music festival or something with a free venue that everyone can hear and just walk past. But the big band is still getting busy. They're having two shows next week. On the 11th of December they're having a show at the prestigious jazz venue Bull's Head in Barnes in southwest London. But for those who can't make it to the Bull's Head or simply can't wait to see James and his 20-piece band, they're playing at the Student Union next Wednesday for the iHeart Big Bands Night. And we're not talking about never-ending jazz songs that no one has ever heard about before. This is what City University's big band will play. We play a mix of music. We've got some funk, we've got some jazz stuff in there, a bit of Stevie Wonder, a bit of Michael Bublé, actually a bit of CeeLo Green as well, uh, just, to, just to mix things up. So don't miss out some nice tunes from City's own big band next week. Now it's time to give you the latest on what's going on in the local area. At View Cinema in Islington this week, there are four new film releases joining Tintin, Breaking Dawn and Arthur Christmas. First, if you're a fan of Marilyn Monroe or just slightly fascinated by her, you could check out My Week with Marilyn starring Michelle Williams or you could see what Rolling Stones magazine is calling hilarious and heartfelt with 50-50 starring Joseph Gordon-Levitt, Seth Rogen and Twilight's Anna Kendrick. 
Joining them are two other new releases, Moneyball, starring Brad Pitt, and mystery movie Take Shelter. If you haven't headed over to Winter Wonderland yet, I would urge you to do so. You can get in there for free and decide what you want to do when you get there, whether that's ice skating, hanging upside down on rides, eating gingerbread men, or sipping on mulled wine. But if you fancy a regal ice skating experience, go to Somerset House, where Tiffany and co are presenting skate. Pippa Middleton was even spotted there on the grand opening, so maybe we'll see the Duchess of Cambridge there next. To help you get into the Christmas spirit, pop over to Sadler's Well Theatre to watch Matthew Bourne's Nutcracker. You could also visit the Peacock Theatre in Holborn to see The Snowman, or what The Times has called sheer theatrical magic. And that's just some of the festive activities that are dotted around London at the moment. I'm afraid that's all we've got time for this week, but do make sure you check out the lovely Christmas trees that have just been put up around campus. I've been Georgia Humphreys. And I've been Freya Hudson. Join us again next week for more City University news. Thanks for listening. Have a good day. (laughs) 